Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Uh, it's happening. Welcome back, everybody. Happy hello. hump day. Hello, hello, hello. So last night I took the dogs out at midnight because they, oh they had to pee. Yeah. So we went out. Light went on. We peed. I'm like, there's an interesting smell out here. Turned around as we walked back into the house. Two coyotes. Yep. Literally within eight feet of me and the dogs. And then Snoopy was like, that's a coyote and starts going bonkers. Oh, no. Like, get in the house. Get in the house. Get in the house. Oh. It was creepy. That, and that's wow. scary. I laid in bed and my heart was like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Scary. So there are you've got to keep an eye out. For oh those yeah, I mean, I mean, I knew now. they were in our neighborhood because we have a lot of woods, but we got them on ours too. Yeah, that's the first time I've seen one that close. Yeah, yeah. and to be and to have the dog right there, you're lucky the dog mm-hmm. didn't try to attack. Oh, it tried. Luckily, it was on a leash. Oh, thank God for that. God, eight feet. Yeah. That's like, what's that smell? That's kind of a weird smell. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we got a lot to get you caught up on this morning. We'll start with E! News coming up in the next 10 minutes. Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey moving in together. Also, Paris Hilton dropping a bomb about her 8th grade teacher. And big news for Lindsay Lohan. Exciting. Kind of feels like it's the early 2000s, doesn't it? it? (laughs) Get to all that here next. But first, check the roads. We got Denise with your latest traffic. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Yeah, Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey moving in together? Actually, yes. For real. Paris Hilton dropping a bomb about her 8th grade teacher. We'll get to that story as well, but first... Let's begin this hour's news with Lindsay Lohan this morning. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan is about to be a mama. She is pregnant. It's going to be your first child for Lindsay and her husband, Bader Shamas. She posted a picture of a onesie with the words coming soon on it. And in the caption, she said, we are blessed and excited. She didn't give any other details. Lindsay is 36. But her dad is speaking. Michael Lohan says she'll be an unbelievable mom because, you know, he know he can spot a good parent. Yeah, well, he knows what not to do. Yeah, he he's he's clear on that one. He's uh, he's thinking, you know, she'll probably do a better right, better job than I did. Yeah, well, she's probably she's a little older. She's thirty six. She's you know had a lot of life experiences. Do the math. 
Yes, Hopefully has. have provided her with clarity on, you know, <laughs> what uh, what what you need to do to stay safe and happy. Right. Oh well, you know she's had a lot. It's 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 best if she's going to have a baby that she waited. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she's been doing pretty good the past few years, hasn't she? I think so. I feel like it's been a while since she's gotten herself into any kind of trouble. Yeah. Ever since she's met this man, she's really settled down. Straightened her right out. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, she did kind of settle down there, didn't yeah. she? Yeah. All right, well, coming up, uh, Paris Hilton dropping a bomb about an inappropriate relationship with her eighth grade teacher, and we will get to that oh, coming up next. Yeah, this is... mid rise. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. In shoplifting, Lowe's is using a new 400-pound egg-shaped security robot to patrol parking lots at some of their stores. Listen, if I want to go to a hardware store with no human employees, I go to Home Depot. <laughs> Russia is reportedly restoring hundreds of decades-old Soviet tanks to use against Ukraine amid a shortage of weapons and equipment. Oh, they are struggling. Next, <laughs> it's just going to be any way to trick out these T-shirt cannons. <laughs> I read that uh, Kraft Heinz is delivering new Lunchables directly to school cafeterias across the country. Every divorced dad is like, oh, but when I give it to them. (laughs) Don't forget, two Lunchables counts as a dinnerable. Microsoft is set to hold a future of work with AI event. And this is scary. None of the executives can remember organizing it. Well, Paris Hilton's new book, Paris, the memoir, hit the shelves yesterday, and it includes a story of Paris's inappropriate relationship with a teacher when she was in the eighth grade. Eighth grade. Eighth grade. Yeah, she doesn't name the guy, but she says he was handsome and young, uh, had a very Abercrombie look, as she put it. Mm-hmm. This was at a Catholic school. I didn't know they had male teachers at Catholic schools that were all girls. <laughs> they, yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's. That's just when you're the only. When there's only a handful of men in the building, I can imagine at that age when girls are, you know, kind of boy crazy to begin with. Oh, and she said that the females all lusted Ever, after him. Yeah. Even the nuns. Yeah. <laughs> but Paris was the one. He had his eye on, and he even told her he had a crush on her. Eighth grade. Did we know? Okay, so she was 13 at a time. When did we get to know Paris? More around the age of, what, 18, 19, 20? Yeah. I think that was, like, when her and, like, Kim Kardashian and Nicole Richie and all of them started hanging out. They were legally adults by that time, though, weren't they? They were legal adults, and they were just almost 21. Because I'm trying to remember if we even... If we even knew Paris at 13. Was she a 13-year-old that looked 22? Or did she look like a... 
not a, not that any of this matters, you know, totally inappropriate. I don't think so. I mean, but I feel did like she, she's always kind of, she probably dressed older, but the reason why none of us really knew much about her was because her parents sent her away to these schools growing up. These boarding up. schools. Yeah. Because her and Nikki would get in trouble all the time. Because they remember it was Nikki and Paris Hilton were the Hilton sisters. Yeah. She says, quote, he made me feel noticed in an, in an important grown-up way. He flattered and teased me and said that all the other girls were talking about me behind my back because they were jealous. He asked her for her number, and they would talk almost every night. And then one night when her parents weren't home, he came over. Pulled into the driveway in his late model SUV. She hopped into the passenger seat. And then they kissed for what, in her words, what seemed like a long time and seemed to be evolving into something more. But before something more could happen, Paris's parents came home. Mm. So they drove off. But, but when the, the teacher dropped Paris back at her house... Her parents weren't fooled. After the school year, they sent Paris to live with her grandmother in Palm Springs, California. And Paris says she never told anyone at school, but somehow they seem to know. They could pick up on that. And apparently the teacher's reputation did not suffer. To this day, Paris is just, she has no idea how he never got in trouble. And everybody knew about it. Yeah. I don't, it says to this day, Paris doesn't seem to, oh, Paris doesn't seem to know if he ever got in trouble. Okay. Yeah. I would think she would have heard about it if he did. Or found, yeah. Or don't you think she would have been tied to him getting in trouble? Or would have gotten questioned. Or like, that's exactly Mm -hmm. right. Somebody would have said, hey, come on in here. Well, in her words, she says, my parents never volunteered any information and I never asked. But I assume the fear of bad publicity would have prevented them from making a scene or pressing charges. So it's very likely nothing happened. Wow. But seeing as how she's going to write a write about it in a book, you'd think she would have asked him about it. Mm-hmm. Hey, whatever happened to that guy? Yeah. Surely there's somebody out there that knows. Right. Or she would, you know, research or find yeah. a way to see what he's up to. Yeah. Because you wonder if Paris was the only one. Probably not. Oh, probably not. Well, and yeah. after she left, I mean, yeah. you figure maybe other people were interested in that situation. Yeah. Which is sad. Oh, I'm sure he could find plenty of willing young women. No young question. Girls you know, we that. had a we had a guy in our school who I always suspected because. A teacher? Yeah. Because, you know, he was also like very young, very very young, like fresh out of college, yeah. like just got 22. his teaching certificate young. Yeah. He was driving a hot red, brand new at the time Pontiac Fiero. Ooh, hot car. And all of the girls lusted after this guy. Yeah. He was a biology teacher. Yeah. And, you know, they would just hang out in yeah. his classroom. Yeah. And he would just be holding court. He lo- you could tell loved he attention. loved the attention. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we had one too. He was a, a PE teacher and a coach, like an assistant coach, straight out of high school or straight out of college. And yeah. I, there might have been some stuff going on there with him. We had a female teacher. Uh, she taught Spanish and French. 
And the year she ended up dating a guy, a former student, like a year after he graduated high school, oh, they wow. started dating and ended up married. Hmm. Yeah. We have two people from my high school that married teachers. Really? Yep. And they're like, one of them has now married, divorced, married, had kids divorced. And then the other one has now married. Actually, there were three now that I'm looking back <laughs> on it. Um, two of them married, kids, divorced. One of them married with kids, still married. Come to think of it, one of my best friend's parents, he was a student teacher, and she was in high school. No and kidding. They, as, soon, like, as soon as she graduated, they got married. Wow. I went to an all-boys Catholic yeah. school, and I think the teacher I had for science would unbutton and show a little cleavage yeah. or sit on the <laughs> corner of a desk yeah. with her skirt open a little bit. But I think she just did it. Solely to get guys' attention. Pay attention. Pay attention. Listen yeah. to Take me. Take notes. Look, I'm, I'm up here. To Listen to me. Listen to me. Pythagorean theorem. I'm up here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's so crazy to me, though, that I felt that we like, all had a story. Well, and also, I felt like everyone knew about it, and nothing was ever done or said. And then they just got married, like yeah, at 19 years old, 18 to teachers. Well, what, what's so wild about it is I tried to put myself in that position, and I was just so naive at that age. I mean, even at 20, and I was in college, and I went out on two dates with a guy that was 25, and he felt, like, so old to me. And I was just really, I wasn't comfortable with it at all. I felt like a child compared to him. Right. So I couldn't even imagine getting myself into a situation. I mean, I had plenty of crushes on older guys, and crazy wild fantasies and ideas and daydreams like all girls do but never would i have uh, if if they would have made a move on me i would have been i wouldn't have known what to do there's something about it though for some women that like an older man yeah they just do yeah and it's not necessarily because of daddy issues Mm -mm. because there are some women who i know who were old souls that were just attracted to the maturity that men of her age didn't have at the time yeah yeah and that happens a lot, I think, when women are in their 20s and they are dating men that are also in their 20s and they're like, these men are just so they're- immature. <laughs> I have to go older. I just, the, yeah. the, the, the boys my age are so stupid. I can't. I, can't. <laughs> I just don't even know what to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. It's true. Yeah. All right. So John Wick, the guy that directs those movies, Chad Stahelski. No, I just heard an interview him yesterday yeah yeah he was talking about why hollywood still uses real guns because i yeah how yeah the alec baldwin situation that people are like why why well he said it says it's simply a, a money issue it costs too much to switch to electric guns they were used they did use electric guns in the john wick movies with gunfire added in post-production using cgi he told the Hollywood reporter, there's no reason to have a live firearm on set. For prop houses, armorers, or supply houses to switch over, it would make their entire stock of real firearms useless. You don't need firearms. The alternative is just going to cost you more money. Wow. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've heard the other side of the argument where, you know, in a hundred years of movie making, you could count the tragic incidents on one hand. Well, this guy, Chad, he uh, he has a personal connection to this because he was a stuntman and was actually a double for Brandon Lee on The Crow. And that was the movie that Brandon was killed on by an on-set prop gun. Right. Mm. So 
Could have easily been him. Yep. Yeah. Well, Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey are moving in together. They starred together in HBO's True Detective. I forgot about that. Yeah, I think they're buds. And now they're teaming up again on an unscripted show for Apple TV+. Plus. Can we just call it a, a reality show? Isn't that some <laughs> kind of what an unscripted show is? Well, I think that that has a stigma to it now. Oh. Reality. You don't want to. This is a, like a step above. I see. Yes. Yeah, the premise is a little tired, but with these two, it, it could work. Woody is going to move to Matt's Texas ranch where they and their families will attempt to cohabitate. Uh, and they're going to do this over 10 episodes. No word yet on the title or start date, but according to a press release, it's a heartfelt odd couple love story revolving around Woody and Matthew's strange and beautiful bond. I want to see the two of them sitting on a porch getting high and just talking. I want to, I just want to watch that. You want to see that strange and beautiful bond. I do. I want to hear their conversations because I bet they're hysterical. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like the battle of the minds happening there. Yeah. There will be a lot of depth. Yes. And I just think, yeah. Sure. And I think that would be really fun to watch. Yes. <laughs> to hear what they discuss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if you, if you missed the Juno Awards on Monday night, that's pretty much Canada's version of the Grammys. And they're usually pretty boring, but there was a moment in the ceremony this year that was kind of fun. Avril Lavigne was on stage, and she was introducing a performance by an artist named A.P. Dillon. And a topless protester jumped on stage. She had environmental messages written all over her body, like, save the green belt. And it took the security a really long time to get to her and get her off the stage. And while all of this is going on, Avril is yelling at her, get the F off, get the F off, B word. And then she <laughs> flicked her boob. Oh. She flicked her boob. Like flicked her nipple. Flicked her. <laughs> hmm. She just flicked her. I watched the, the video of it. They allowed her to stay up there. For a while. Way longer than <laughs> I felt like they should have allowed yeah. her if it was indeed this random act. Like yeah. if it was planned, that makes way more sense. But yeah. she was up there for what? 15, oh, 20 seconds. At least. Yeah, and then they just... Well, and you feel like, like watching award shows, you feel like security would be just waiting in the wings to take someone off stage, and no one is there. Yeah. It's just very odd. So, I mean, was she just... She has, his... like, jeans, but then, like, her body, she's topless, the, the protester, uh -huh. and then it's got, like, words written on the body. Yeah. I wonder if they don't have security up close to the stage, because most everybody that's close to the stage are celebrities. And they don't expect Crowd a celebrity to, yeah, crash the stage. That's how Kanye West got up there for the MTV Awards oh, winning. Yeah. And, you know, that's how Will, Will Smith. Smith got up there. Next time we're at an award show, we should crash the stage. Totally. <laughs> yeah. But usually, I mean, if they even allow the general public in, they've got them so far away. Like at the Grammys. We went to the Grammys once. Right. We were oh, like. we were in the nosebleeds. Yeah. Yeah, but for the performances, sometimes they let seat filler fans come up closer to the stage. Yeah. To make it look like, like it's a concert. Correct. That's and true. And then also sometimes um, artists will request to have like a platform in the back of the room where they're surrounded by yeah. other people. Yeah. So maybe that's how. But this girl, obviously, I mean, she's like in the stands, in the 
like as a part of the stage. Uh-huh. I could see Jen doing that at a Rick Springfield concert. Totally. He's coming here. I got to oh, get no. tickets. He's going to be, I know he's going to be at the casino. Um, real quick, the internet uh, put out a list of the 49 funniest movie insults of all time. <laughs> and there were some kind of funny ones for, that I've never even seen because I haven't even seen all these movies. But they're noted not for the popularity of the movies, but just for the creativity of the insult. Yeah. And, you know, some of these are really interesting. Like from the movie The Mist in 2007, here's a quote from one of the characters to another. I'll tell you what, the day I need a friend like you, I'll just have myself a little squat and poop one out. (laughs) Uh, From Parenthood, I wouldn't live with you if the world were flooded with pee and you lived in a tree. (laughs) I don't remember that one. Uh, How about this one from Shrek? You dense, irritating, miniature beast of a burden. (laughs) All right, let's try this. Do you have the bell? I do. All right. Let's see... I'll, pl- I'll pull one from the 70s, see if you can identify the movie. Your mother was a hamster, and your father smelt of elderberries. Monty Python. Yeah, I was going to say You got it. sounded like Monty Python. Uh, okay, how about this one from the 1980s? See if you can identify the movie. Does Barry Manilow know that you yes. weighed his wardrobe? Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. That's right. All right. Here's that was one. Judd Nelson. It was. It was so Judd Nelson. Did you think so? Oh, yeah, girl. He made me like the bad boy. Yeah, he was the bad boy. Oh, I know he was. Yeah. Would you like Emilio's I character did the, more? I or did. You, oh, no way. Too clean. You, you liked the, she liked the well, football player. Well, I liked player. the job. Or the wrestler. He was a wrestler, wasn't he? I think he was a wrestler. He was a wrestler. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's one from the 90s. You are a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. Oh, that's a Toy Story Buzz movie. Lightyear. Yeah. Yep. 1995's Toy Story. And let's see if you can identify this one from the 2000s. I thought this was the hardest one. Your face looks like Robin Williams' knuckles. <laughs> that was Seth Rogen, I think, It wasn't was it? Seth Rogen. Do you, do you know the, which movie? No. Oh, McLovin. The McLovin movie? Nope. What? Knocked Up. Knocked ah, Up. That was a funny movie. Yeah. Paul Rudd. Anyway. <laughs> I thought you'd enjoy that. There weren't any short circuit. I'm bringing it up again for the first, second time in a week. Your mother was a snowblower. All right, let's check the roads. We got Denise here now with your latest Q102 track. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Travis. How you doing? Pretty good. How about yourself? Pretty good. All right. Good. We want to send you to the museum center. You just got one little thing you got to do here first. Got to tell us which one of these headlines is the real one, okay? Okay. All right, so is it A? Woman attacks cheating husband with large eggplant. Is it B? Guy catches co-worker eating his lunch and attacks him with a frozen banana. Or C? A woman was arrested for felony battery with an avocado. Uh, C? Yep, it is C. It's the avocado today. Yeah. All right, Travis. Yeah, 39-year-old woman in Florida. Name is Carlene Biswanger. 
She's facing a felony battery charge for allegedly striking her 68-year-old boyfriend in the eye with an avocado. Yeah, I guess okay. those things can do, if they're not very ripe. I was going to oh. say, that could really hurt. It could yeah. hurt. It happened at their apartment on Sunday evening. It's unclear why the boyfriend was beaned, but I'm assuming there was some kind of argument there because she also hit him in the arm with a metal hanging rod. Yep. Jeez. Carlene was arrested for battery, and it was upgraded from a misdemeanor to a felony because the victim is older than 65. Okay. For what it's worth, she denies directly striking him, whatever that means. Any avocado might give you a black eye, but you're right. Some are harder than others, depending on how... Ripe they are. Ripe. However, the police report did not specify if this avocado was overripe or underripe. Also, what about the large avocados? Those things. Yeah. Some of those are massive, man. They get pretty big. Heck yeah. Probably safe to say it was not perfectly ripe. Because they never seem to be. <laughs> Coming up, the parenting advice no new parent wants to hear. And how do you feel about splitting the bill evenly? Some of the day's news that didn't make the news is coming up next. They say they're shopping day and night on eBay. If you missed out capitalizing on the 2008 financial crisis, now you can own a piece of bank history. Yeah, thanks to former employees trying to pay bills. Silicon Valley Bank Memo Pad, $14.99. Silicon Valley Bank Ballpoint Pen, just $5. SVB Corporate Swag Patagonia Backpack, $75. Silicon Valley Bank Team Softball Jersey, $34.99. Or a Silicon Valley Bank Insulated Coffee Mug for just $18.99. Nothing says financial failure like selling your company gear and office supplies on eBay. It was a little comforting to know that Fifth Third played a role in uh, helping federal regulators manage the SVB situation. And oh, yeah. they even called in one of uh, Fifth Third's ex-CEOs, I guess, to oversee it all. So I suppose if you're a customer, that's somewhat yeah. <laughs> comforting. Yeah. Good to hear. You know? Uh, Good morning, guys. It is 20 after 7 on this Wednesday, the 15th of March, 2023. Here's some of the news that didn't make the news this morning. If your brother-in-law or someone at work asks you to fill out a March Madness bracket, (laughs) don't worry about not being an expert. It's not going to help much because it's basically impossible. The odds of finishing with a perfect bracket, guessing all the games correctly, is 1 in 120 billion. So stop putting so much pressure on yourself. I just don't want it to be like, you know, uh, after the first day, I'm already out. Right. You want to at least make it a couple rounds and still have a few teams left in it. Right. Yeah. So you want to know, I guess, a little something about college basketball going in and consider how the teams are seated. But if you're a non-fan who just guesses based on something arbitrary like flipping a coin, (laughs) the odds can reach as much as 1 in 9.2 quintillion. Now, okay, is that what's after trillion, then quintillion? Yeah, that sounds good. Our bracket is, I mean, do you guys feel like you're going to take it seriously? Here no, I'm work. I'm gonna try. I, I you know, we'll I do don't, our best. Sure. 
expert. I don't follow it that closely. Not going to do a bunch of homework, are you? <laughs> I will have the Sorry. entire no. thing filled out in about two and a half minutes. Well, and I also feel like, I mean, with all of the craziness that can happen with upsets, really, there is no one that can ever have a have her do it right. That's why it's called right. March Madness, because it crazy. is. Oh, God, I got to have a CBS Sports login. You should have already had one, Tim. Oh, good. It did. It, it saved it from I last year. Say, if you've already done this Woo. before, that was a... you should already have a login. Okay. Yeah, one mathematician put it this way. You have better odds of winning the Powerball with two consecutive tickets <laughs> than getting a perfect bracket. Oh, my God. Hey That's now. crazy. There's got to be some okay. kind of winner, right? Might as well be you. Well, it's happened. It has. Through pure dumb luck. It has happened. I, I don't wait. know if they won anything for it, but. Yeah. It feels like there's always somebody that it's always the same kind of people that pay attention to the bracket and they usually end up winning here at work. Yeah. The mathematician also said you have better odds that a family of four will all get hit by lightning separately in their lifetime. Oh, jeez. And. <laughs> There is a one in 10,000 chance that you'll get injured by a toilet in your lifetime. So there are better odds that that same family of four will all get injured by a toilet than picking a perfect bracket. (laughs) And no one has officially submitted a perfect bracket, by the way, ever. The longest streak of perfection was a neuropsychologist from Ohio who managed to pick the winner in the first 49 games in 2019 correctly. But there are 63 games in total. So just fill it out for fun and who knows? Yep. Maybe you'll get lucky and everyone in your family will trip over a toilet and get struck <laughs> by lightning. There you go. On CBS. <laughs> First four games, by the way, have already started, but most people only count the official 63 games in the bracket. And those games start tomorrow, so you still have a chance to fill a bracket out, as Our Fritz bracket, just yeah. told me. It's not due until noon, which is when the tip-off, I believe, for the first round of games are. Oh, noon today? No, tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. okay. But I will Got say, if there are four people in the world that are all going to get toilet injuries, it might just be It us. might be. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, we wouldn't be shocked, actually. If, God. I know I'm going to injure myself happens. on my toilet. I don't know why, but my toilet at home is so freaking cold that one of these days, and I'm going to sit on it, and I'm going to have just some sort of, you know, reaction. You're just going to slide right off. I'm going to have, yeah, <laughs> just some, ah, and something's going to happen. Hurt your back. You're going yes. to call Jeff and go. I'll be laying on the I floor. I and I can't get out yes. of my bathroom. Somebody help. come get me. And I'll be like. Remember 30 years ago when you called me over to get a frog out of your toilet? Yep, oh, yep. times changed. Oh, it's here. Yeah, this now is what happened. Now I'm trying to get you out of a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck. All right, here's a test to make you feel old or young, <laughs> I suppose, if you nail these. Uh, someone posted a list of the most popular abbreviations people use online. And if you pay attention even a little, you probably know a lot of the most popular ones like LOL, laugh out loud, right? FYI, what is FYI for your information? But how many of these other ones do you know? Uh, we did our best to rank them so th- so they should they should get a little harder as we go. Mm-hmm. DM, direct message, right? Yeah. JK, just kidding, just kidding. BRB, be right back. TBH. Let's go back to JK. That means just kidding. 
Yeah, yeah. just kidding. Yeah. You thought it was just joking? Thought it was joking. Oh, uh, JK was JK, just kidding. I get it. Yeah. I just didn't get it for the last 15 years. Oh. And then you said TBH is to be honest. Right. I guess it's the same meaning, right? Yeah, totally. IRL. In uh, real life. Yeah. Yep. Uh, NSFW. Not safe for work. Yep. DTYL. Talk to you later. Yeah, you guys are good. NBD. Not NBC. NBD. No big deal. Right. Uh, This should be easy. IMO. In my my opinion. opinion. Or IMHO. My humble opinion. Or honest. All right. This is where maybe it'll get a little tougher for you. FTW. For the win. For the win. Uh, you all know SMH. Shaking my head. Yep. I see. I, like, I didn't know all these. IDK. I don't know. IDC. I don't care. Yep. MSG. <laughs> Something in Asian food. <laughs> Something you don't want to eat. Short for the word message. Message, yeah. yeah. I mean, I felt like that one's kind of. Uh, OMW. On my way. And then G2G. That's a go. Right. Okay, these get a little, these are a little harder. TFW. TFW. For the win? No. TFW. TFW. That uh, feeling when. Yeah. Oh. Or MFW. My face when. I would not have gotten that. No. Those are also things that I don't think any of us actually say. My yeah. face right. when. <laughs> My face My when. My face when. My face when I'm sad. I'm annoyed or... I'm rolling my eyes. Uh, I-L-Y, I love you. I am you. I miss you. Oh, that's what that means. I just figured out I-C-Y-M-I. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. I've seen it, but I never made that connection. What you didn't know was if you know, you know. All right. Because you asked I asked you about it. Yeah. Yeah, because I was talking about the elf on a shelf, and I just put a picture up and said, if you know, you know. And yeah. Jeff was like, what's that mean? So it's I-K-Y, I-K-Y. Right. <laughs> I-K-Y-K. I got a little education. <laughs> okay. How about this? S-R-S-L-Y. S-R-S-L-Y. Yeah. S-R-S-L-Y? Seriously. Seriously. Oh, I have to look at <laughs> it because just you saying the letters makes me feel like. Yeah, yeah. sure for the word seriously. Yeah. Take out all the vowels. Seriously. Uh, T-L-D-R. T-L-D-R. Yeah, too long, didn't read. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Technically, there's a semicolon in that one, T-L, semicolon, D-R, but it means too long, didn't read. Uh, B-A-E. Bay. Nope. I mean, yes, it, it's short for baby or bay, but in this context, bay, B-A-E, stands for before anyone else. Ooh. Mm. I think I'm going to bay you with that. And then finally, last one, S-O-M-L. S-O-M-L. Ah, story of my life. Mm. Okay. Yeah, every parent's favorite thing to do is to dole out advice to new parents. (laughs) They're trying to help. And it happens immediately. Like, as soon as you go, oh, my gosh, I'm pregnant. They're like, oh, Oh. let me tell you. Well, now that you've been a mom for, you know, coming up on six years. Yeah. I mean, don't you feel the urge to want to be helpful, to want to help someone out? 
Sometimes, who has no idea what they're in for? I, I do. I'm really honest about it, though. I I want to be so honest, almost to the. I don't want you to be afraid, but I want you to be very aware of the things that are happening. It's life changing in yeah. ways that. Well, that that's the thing, though. Too is it's one of those that no matter what you tell them, no matter what you share, no matter what advice you give. There is no way to prepare for it. No. You you cannot even begin to imagine what your life is going to be like until you are in it, no matter what oh, anybody tells you. Correct. And every single parent, child, partner, husband, wife, whatever Dynamic. situation mm-hmm. is different. There yeah. is every single one of them. I will yep. also say that I've witnessed this between friends and family members when someone might say, oh, my God, all she does is give her opinion about how to raise my kids. She raised her kids. Shut up. Yeah. And ah. guess what? She's just having a conversation with you about something you both are talking about. Right. Just and take it for what thing. it is. Right. She's yeah. just relating to you. She's that just being nice. so much, too. Like, why does everybody have to always give me their advice? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, the thing that I find the most annoying about that is it's like, those are the exact same people that are going to help you yeah. should you need help with your child. Yep. So just take whatever it is that they're saying to you as, oh, gosh, here we go. You know, try to blow it off. Well, and quite often it's it's a reaction to something you brought up that Correct. you're struggling with. They're having oh, a conversation. Yeah. And how do you have a conversation? You relate in your way. How's right? it going? Oh, my God, I'm so exhausted. I just feel so overwhelmed. You, you just do automatically. You have this inclination to yes. want to. And they I just really that. want you to just listen. Yeah. And what ends up happening is when they want you to just listen and then you keep, then you you don't and you start giving advice, then they're sitting there going, I'm telling you I'm overwhelmed and I'm feeling like I'm failing. And now you giving me advice just is confirming the fact that I am failing. Yes. Because <laughs> what I am doing is apparently the wrong thing. And it comes across very preachy sometimes by people like you're doing it wrong if you're feeling that way you're doing it wrong yeah so parents please refrain from giving other parents advice unless they ask for it right is that Mm. the message well i don't know i mean i feel (laughs) like also when you go to baby showers and things like that everyone everyone's gonna weigh in yes Mm -hmm. oh we didn't have that when i had a baby oh that you kids have that you know it's it's not going to go away anytime soon. Right. And when you become a mom, you're going to go through it too. You know, after you have the baby, you're going to start telling your friends what worked for you yeah. and what didn't. Uh, you become the person that annoyed you yes. when you were pregnant. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. inevitable. <laughs> there you go. It's going to happen. Okay, so this new poll on average found new parents receive 200 pieces of useful advice in just the first six months of motherhood or parenthood. Yeah, it's not just mothers. Moms and dads, I guess. But mostly moms. (laughs) That's more than one tip per day. (laughs) So I can see how that would get old. Here are the top 10 pieces of advice that can annoy new parents. Sleep when the baby sleeps. It's so true. That is absolutely one of those things where... Every single person you know that has had a kid recommends it. (laughs) But it's also the most annoying thing you have ever heard because 
when somebody says it to you, you understand that there's so much truth in it. It sounds great in theory. When am I supposed (laughs) to be doing all of my other stuff? When that kid's asleep, I actually have a moment to like breathe, maybe empty the dishwasher. Right. Do a load of laundry. It's like when, you know. When am I supposed to get any of this this other crap done? This kid never sleeps. When am I supposed to sleep when I sleep and it never sleeps? Yeah. Jacob never slept. Right? Yeah. How about. Hey, that's what I did with my kids, and they turned out fine. You think they turned out <laughs> oh, fine. Oh, really? I know a little bit more than you do. Yeah. That's funny. Stop holding them so much. You'll spoil them. And this always annoyed me, too. And it still does, because even though my daughter is five, she's very much a cuddler, and we mm-hmm. call it Snuggle Bunny. And I'm like, this closeness that you're going to have with your kid will go away one day. Yeah. So hold them for as long as they will let you. And if that's what they need, give it to them. I still try to pick up my kid. I'm like, don't you want me to just put you on my head? (laughs) (laughs) Come here. What about the one father, though, that has held the baby uh, up until this point, nine months old, every time the baby sleeps 24-7? I mean, Baby you know has what? never slept in a bassinet or a crib, Listen, only on wow. dad's lap. It, one day it'll go away. <laughs> it will. I mean, yeah. really, it will. That baby is feeling very loved. Yeah. Sure, and but how dad's sweet feeling really tired. Yes. <laughs> we'll sleep when the baby's sleeping, dad. <laughs> uh, don't wait too long before you have another one. That's another one. Yeah. Yeah. You're not holding them right. Everyone's a, a cop on that. Like, the holding your baby correctly police are out all yeah. the time. Yeah. You can say that to me because I'm not actually a parent, and chances are I'm not holding him right. Yeah. But. I'd be like, he seems like he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Let him cry it out. Or you're just creating more problems for yourself down the road. Mm. Which I'll handle when I get there. Sometimes it's true, though. <laughs> like letting him sleep with you. Yeah, she'll end up in your, she'll end up staying in your bed till she's 12. And that's not a problem for some people. <laughs> yeah. For me, it was a problem. Uh, hey, don't entertain them with TV or your phone. Oh, and I'll tell you what. Because you're just creating more problems. For, I'm sorry, what? I'll tell you what's bad about that, though, is like that thing saves your life sometime, especially if you want to go out for an adult meal and actually have a conversation with other people at the table and or your significant other. Mm-hmm. Here's a little iPad time. Have a great have a great time. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta. You gotta. Uh, if you if you let them sleep in your bed, they'll never leave. Now this I do agree with. Yeah, I think that that's actually pretty good advice. Or what about when I you're at, when you're at the zoo and and someone whips out a boob to breastfeed, which I have no problem with, and then the six year old runs over and you're like, oh my god, they're taking a drink too. No, I mean that's who the feeding was for. Oh, oh. I think uh, that for a baby and a six year old. Isn't that supposed to happen like you until know, you're like two, maybe? Let's just sidebar judge on that. Yeah. To each. Their I don't own. have kids. I'm just saying to as an as own. a viewer. Yeah. And then number ten. It's probably colic. Yeah. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was a lot of other things other than colic when I heard that one. Also, every single baby I've ever known in my entire life has colic <laughs> at some point. Oh. <laughs> They'll grow out of it. That's the mm. other thing. That's the other thing that should be on this list. They'll grow out of it. Uh-huh. They don't sometimes. No, they don't. Hey, we got to take a quick break. Coming up, Secret Sound. We're going to reveal a brand new clue. So if you missed our Facebook Live video where we reveal each day's clue uh, about an hour earlier, 
Uh, we'll do that at 740, which is next. In the meantime, Denise Johnson has your traffic. Drew is in need of a second date update this morning. And that's kind of what we do. We try to help people out who feel that they're being blown off after what was otherwise a successful date. Drew, welcome to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for taking my call. I really appreciate it. Happy to. Yeah, it's, it's really not a super exciting story. Um, you know, I met a girl on Tinder. Um, we went out for drinks, and I thought we got along like really great. And, um, you know, we were messaging back on Tinder for about a day or so. And, you know, then we met up on Friday and hung out for a couple of hours. It was really great. Super casual, laid back, kind of relaxed vibe. You know, the conversation was really good. And, I mean, I thought she was really cute. And she just, you know, made several comments about my appearance. I was also getting the vibe that she was attracted to me. So, yeah, I mean, she was definitely flirting with me. Like, the, the vibes were there, and she had to leave eventually, obviously. And I guess she had a party to go to with her friends or something. I told her, you know, I'd call her later. She's like, yeah, that's cool. So, all right, I called her later. She didn't answer, and then I texted her a couple times and called her once more, even kind of after that, and she hasn't gotten back to me. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, we had a great date, so I'm pretty confused. I want to, I want to know what's up. So it was two meetups then? The first time was over drinks, and then you chatted back and forth on Tinder some more and then met up again? Did I hear that right? Oh, no, it was one meetup, and then we had the conversations on Tinder leading to the one meetup that was really awesome, and then, you know, we said that we'd hang out again. And gotcha. I let her, I know that I'd call her, yeah. Okay. But she didn't hit me up after, you know, I'd said it was a really nice time, you know, and then I called her, and she didn't hit me up, so... Right. Yeah, there was just no follow-up and no second date planned. It's really weird. Did you get a sense from her that she's kind of a flake, you know, that she's real hot and cold? Because she kept talking about how attractive you are. And then to go cold like that all of a sudden just makes me think, oh, she found someone who's even more attractive. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that type of person. Yeah, I didn't get the – I mean, I look, <laughs> I don't ever really know – flakes when i see them in the, in the oh, beginning well. you know what i mean it's hard to tell i mean it looked like we were into each other so I, who knows that's what you guys are for <laughs> right <laughs> we're the experts here and that should scare you well i'll tell you what unless there's anything else that you think is pertinent that we need to know because i assume if there was an awkward moment or anything that went wrong or that maybe it wasn't your finest moment you've thought of it not, not really like it was like really a very normal cool date that's why i'm so kind of perplexed all right well then we'll take a break when we come back we'll call her up and we'll see what distracted her why she's suddenly gone mia as second date update continues next with jeff and jen cincinnati's q102 I drew met Leslie on tinder and when they got together it definitely felt like she was attracted to him big time because well, she kept mentioning, she kept talking about his appearance and he was getting that vibe. And eventually she had to split because she had a party to go to with some friends. But the plan was they were going to try to reconvene. They talked about rendezvousing later anyway. And so he just assumed he'd be hearing from her sooner than later. And then that never happened. So he reached out and she never responded. And the last time he talked to her was what, last Friday? Yeah, that's when the date was. So then we kind of left it off on, on what I thought was a great terms. And I thought I'd hear from her again. Just nothing nothing still okay let's call her and see what's going on here 
Hello? Hi, Leslie. Hi, yeah. There she is. How you doing this morning? It's Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim at Q102. Hi, Leslie. Good morning. Hello. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Hi. We catching at a bad time? No, I'm just surprised to hear from you. Well, we do that every now and then. We, we call random folks just to check in, introduce ourselves, see if they've ever heard of our show, if they're fans. And if they're not, we try to convince them to be. <laughs> yeah. A little campaigning. Well, I, I am a fan. <laughs> oh, good. Hi, guys. Okay. Happy to hear that. Yeah, that'll help. Yeah. Are you familiar with Second Date Update? I, I am, yeah. That's convenient because we spoke with someone who you got together with and they would like to see you again or at least get an explanation from you as to why it seems like you're blowing them off. Do you remember Drew? Yeah, I remember Drew. Mm-hmm. Now, is there any potential there? Because he was under the impression the last time he saw you that you two were going to reconnect and it never happened. And I guess he's reached out more than once and there's been nothing from you. So I don't know if you just, you've you been busy or you're not good at getting back to people or. No, I mean, to be honest, like he's definitely like a good looking guy. I sleep with him for sure. But he said that he was like looking for more of a relationship and. Honestly, for me, it's just not what I'm looking for right now. It's just, I, I need a guy with, like, better plans for the future. Oh. Yeah. Did he tell you what he did for a living? Uh, I don't think Mm-mm. so, no. We didn't really ask, we didn't ask either. Yeah. yeah. So, like, he works at a car wash, which is, like, fine. I'm, I'm not knocking it. And, like, you know, if he had, like, a goal to, like, open up his own business, own car wash or something I, I think I'd be okay with that but he, he like thinks he's going to make millions going on game shows it's just it's just not my what? thing like he, he spends all of his free time he says practicing so he, he says he watches everything on like the game show network and that he's in touch with the network like he's expecting a callback soon for the hundred thousand pyramid. Hundred thousand dollar pyramid. Is that the one Michael Strahan hosts? Doesn't he host that one? Oh, on the does. Game show he? network. He does the pyramid show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That actually has has been making a big comeback though. Game shows. I feel like I'm seeing more They're commercials cheap to for them. They're cheap to produce. Well, we get you. emails from casting directors all the time asking us to promote, like if they're doing a casting call or whatnot. Yeah. So yeah. they're always looking for people. And if this is something he's passionate about. And he practices, and he's one of those people that is really quick on his feet and has all this random knowledge. I don't know. There might be something there. There might be something there. I've had to take the game show network away from my mother. Oh, you have? Yes, because she will sit there and watch that and get very angry at the contestants when they don't get the really obvious answers. And I just, I I get worried about her blood pressure, and I'm like, Mom, this is meant for enjoyment, not to get all fired up and feisty. The pyramid game, though, that's the one that they have the celebrities on a lot, too, right? There's a couple that have celebrities on it but yeah i've been watching the game show network a lot oh i so, used to love the game show yeah, network yeah leah remini hosts a show and hers is hers isn't very good no and she's not a very good host you could do such a better job jeff at her job oh yeah well drew be good talk to us about this game show passion you have well i will be the next ken jennings it's 
100% going to happen. There's no doubt about it. Just wait and see. You'll, you'll come around. Is Jeopardy uh, your favorite game show? Uh, Jeopardy? Yeah, I like Jeopardy. How Jeopardy do you feel today. about Cash Explosion from the Ohio Lottery? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Any of these are going to put money in my bank account. Just watch. I'm going to make bank, you know. But in the meantime... Did you say you'd be willing to sleep with me? Yeah, that's what I I caught that, too, at the very beginning. I'm like, that's all I needed to hear. (laughs) Go out with me. Don't go out with me. That's all I needed to hear. Yeah, I would sleep with you. Yeah, well, I'm down with that. Well, that's assuming you had a little more direction, though, right, Leslie? Like, didn't you just say, A, he wants more of a relationship than you want right now, and B, he's a little directionless, so if you were going to get involved with him, you'd want someone who maybe had a backup plan to game shows? Well, not if it's just casual. <laughs> I can just do casual with a game show nerd. <laughs> but, Drew, would you be okay with keeping it casual? She seems to think that you want more. I'm open to casual with Leslie. Okay, hey, we interesting. Just this has really turned. Okay. What do you know? All right, Drew, you're a winner. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel bad for those contestants that do, like, really, really great in the qualifying rounds, and you could tell they're they're stepping they're in. in it. Like, yeah, they're stepping in, and they think they're going to win that fifty grand or that $100,000, and then they totally blow it, and you could tell they're about ready to break into tears, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so that makes me wonder if they are people who have been planning this whole time to make their millions on the game show network tour. You know? Yeah, because they do go on a lot of them. It's like if you get on one and you're a really good, good cont- contestant. I remember that with The Price is Right. Remember that documentary yeah. about the guy that did all the episodes of The Price is Right? And he just constantly was like putting himself out there, putting himself out there. And he got on like, I don't know, three times, four times, something like that. Uh, you got to have the right level of enthusiasm. You got to be like me. Be very conversational. I should go on a game show. That's Woo! right. That's the thing. I mean, you do have to have personality plus, and like it or not, Fritz has got personality plus. <laughs> yeah, she could be a great I've game show contestant. I've never been on a game show except for that one time that we all did that Family Feud style game down at the, um, what is it, the Fountain Square. Remember, yeah. we had a little thing like that. But man, would that be fun? I would even argue, Drew, that you know, I don't know what your personality. I mean, we've only spoken to you on the phone, but. I would say personality is even more important than knowledge in many cases. Yeah. Well, definitely oh, yeah. outside of Jeopardy. Yeah, right. for sure. Absolute fool of yourself in the best way to get noticed and get picked. And you you know how it goes. You, you just got to, you can't, you can't be afraid to be judged. You just do it. You just yeah. you know, put it out there. Yeah, you know the drill. Hmm. Now, are you interested yeah. only in being like a solo dude on game shows? Or are you going to get like a team and do a family feud or like America Says? Have you guys seen that one? America Says? Uh, no. no. Oh yeah, that's a doozy on the game show network. They'll be like, America Says name a hot spot to go on vacation and then they'll have like Gatlinburg. Well, Florida. they'll have the first letter World. of all Lake of the Tahoe. answers. And there'll be like ten different answers on the board. Okay. And you have to guess <laughs> what all these answers were by going just from the first letter. On what America said. It's, it's kind of like Family thing. Feud. Kind of, but they give you a little bit of a hint. You get a hint. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. We're going to pay for your next meetup. We'll set it up with Drew. Leslie, you'll be hearing from him. And now that we got all this figured out, he's going to be a famous game show person someday. <laughs> and you guys are just going to keep it casual, which you're going to regret when he's a rich man That's making right. Ken Jennings kind of money. Just saying. <laughs> Thank you. We wish you both the best of luck, though. Thanks for coming on Second Date Update, you guys. Thank you. Bye. 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 Okay.
You need a little help with a second date update. Here we are. Just send us an email. Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Okay, coming up, your shot at $1,000, the 1K letter of the day. Hi, Anna. Hi. How's life treating you? Uh, It's going great. Good. hear that. (laughs) Anything exciting going on? Just at work. Just at work? Yeah. Yeah, is it going to be a busy day at the office? It can be, yes. Yeah, you just never know what's coming for you. What kind of work do you do? I work at the hospital. I just check patients in. Oh. Well, there you go. I think I have a new insurance card. I should probably give that. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll uh, get that in for you. Update Good insurance. Idea. Yeah. Good idea. Is it? So if I'm on, if I have basically the same insurance, but I went from an HSA to like a PPO, but it's still, it's still through the same, like it's the same group number, right? Or is that a different thing? They say. It can be, it can be sometimes. Oh, not all the time. Got it. Hmm. All right. yeah. That's always it's I always find that fascinating because they say uh, every January or February they'll be like, "Do you have a new insurance card?" Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. the same number, the same. it's the same group number. Yeah. Well, I need to see yeah. it anyway, <laughs> so I hand right. it over and I yeah. give it to them. And I don't believe what we you're do. telling us. Just got to keep that updated. <laughs> yeah. We just got to keep that information updated, sir. Yeah. And it always just feels like, what does it matter anyway? My deductible right. is so big. Why don't you just give me the bill now? Yep. But if you pay Jen up front, they deduct 10% usually. Oh, isn't that nice? Yep. They do that. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. let's try to win you $1,000 that you can put okay. toward your deductible. <laughs> For my wedding. Yeah. Oh, there oh, you go. Congratulations. Congrats. Thank you. That's right. way more better than insurance yeah. money. Yep. Where are you guys going on a honeymoon? Well, Hawaii is what I'm hoping. Nice. Wow. I've never been to Hawaii. I would love to go to Hawaii someday. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Jen says Hawaii is calling her. Calls me every day. Yeah. It's true. (laughs) I've been twice before many years ago, but if you want some tips, I can give you a couple. Yeah. Good to know. I would say, yes. Okay. All right. So So, here we go. uh, I'm opening up the envelope and. You what got the got? letter T. Ooh, you know, that's Ooh, one yeah. of the best ones out there. Yep. Yep, so you'll have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter T. If you do that without repeating any of your answers, you win a 1000 bucks. and the key to winning really, truly, honestly, is to pass quickly, okay? Okay. All right. Here we go. 30 on the clock. 30 on the clock. I won't start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. With the letter T, name something you do for March Madness. Uh, time or uh, something, no, no, TV. something <laughs> green. Uh, T. An adjective. Uh, care- careful. Something you push. Uh, <laughs> time. <laughs> Something loud. Uh, I just. <laughs> I suck it. What did you say was loud? I thought she said time. Teapot. Oh, oh teapot, teapot can be loud. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Something you push. She said time. Teapot. Yeah, push time. Okay. 
Yeah, TV, tea, tearful, uh, time, and teapot. Okay. So you got yeah. five out of ten, <laughs> although, you know, it comes back to passing quicker. Yeah. We probably cover more ground that way, and we can always come back to them. If you can't think of it off the top of your head. Yeah. Got to go. Yeah. Got to go. Got to move. Got to shake. Pass quick. Pass quick. Yep. I love that sky. Look at that. Not a cloud in the sky. You got hurting. sunshine out there. <laughs> Missed that. All right. Well, you have a great day. See ya, Anna. Okay. Yeah. Have a All good right. one. Thanks, Anna. Let's make sure everyone's Bye. insurance is updated today, okay? <laughs> okay, I will. All right. Take it easy, Anna. Good talking to you. So, uh, Jen almost burnt the place down this morning. <laughs> well, I, wa- I will tell you, listen, I was down the hall communicating with a coworker about some um, video issues, and immediately everyone was like, why is Jen burning the toast? Well, here's what happened. It so bad. I went out in the hallway. I commented on Jen's. He pulled a Jeff. That was the uh, first thing that happened. As I'm standing there cooking, and he comes around the corner, and he goes, oh, that's a look. <laughs> I posted it on our Jeff and Jen Instagram page. I abruptly apologized and said I meant it in a great way. Um, but then I went, there was no burning at this time. And then I went to the bathroom and then I came out of the bathroom and walked down the hall with Fritch and Julie and it smelled like the place was burning down. Yeah, there was smoke coming out of the toaster. Well, and Did so you walk I away was, or something? I was no, given I, the task of figuring mm-hmm. out what happened because... Uh, it's, uh, normally, so here's the. Fritz was clear on the other side of the building, <laughs> and she was sent to investigate. I was, but normally they say it just smells like burnt toast. Today it smelled like really bad burnt toast, yeah. and I'm like, oh, she doesn't know how to cook. Like something was actually on fire. <laughs> I did actually burn the toast a couple of days ago, but the, today, it, if anything, my bagel was undercooked. But what happened was there was a little piece from a previous piece of toast or something that was at the bottom of the toaster. And so that's what was burning. And yeah, it caught on fire because there was smoke. I love we haven't been in the building two years since she's burning the place down. I can't wait until we get an issue. With a toaster that I'm standing right over. An issued email that you're not allowed to cook anymore. Well, you know, honestly, (laughs) if you want to know the truth, it's a little suspect to me as well because only thing I cook in there are bagels. And there are never any little pieces that fall off. So I think someone is used using your my toaster. Not just toast. the gluten-free toaster. The gluten-free yeah, toaster. Think, and most yeah. likely putting gluten in it. But I've also told you that before because sometimes when you're cooking, quote unquote, right. it smells like Pop Tarts. And I'm like, oh, I think somebody put Pop Tarts in there. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I was a, So a who's bit, the a hole? I was amused. Oh, you have to write don't use on it. It is. It's got it written all over it. No gluten. Gluten free. It doesn't mean you can't use it. <sighs> Tim, you missed it. Fritch's tone when she walked in the room and accused Jen of burning the place down, man. Like, <laughs> All pissed at me because I burned like, the toast. Uh, I've received some complaints. I'm sorry if my comments about your distracted outfit me. distracted you from your cooking. Maybe I'm partially to blame. Yeah, you know, it's funny, though. I think that the other people are so annoyed by you burning the toast. I don't care. No, they really are. They are. Because it's always a comment or some kind of suggestion about like, like, like honestly, it's almost like, how does she not know how to cook toast? <laughs> there are five settings on a toaster, one to five. Why does she yeah. have to go to five when she clearly needs to be a three? I They're swear basically- to God. This and is I'm another one like, of those situations know. where I am innocent, yet I am being, there's just, it's blasphemy. I am just getting blasted. No, here's what happens. When one of us misbehaves, you or me, 
in this case, you. <laughs> Fritch gets yelled at. That's right. They and it's a trickle mom. down thing. They don't. They don't call you out directly. They Get go some balls, her. people. You got an issue with me? I'll well, explain to you what's going on. You directly in the eye, Jen. You said that before. <laughs> <laughs> Could you guys? That's please only talk on Sunday. No, I think it's um, usually I am the one because I cannot sit still. I am the one that's out walking the halls when we have a couple. Yeah, of if minutes. you would just avoid other people, and then I, you'd stop <laughs> getting yelled at for my behavior. <laughs> I don't care uh, of you which do, I am innocent. Listen, I think you should be able to do whatever you want, man. Let's cook some toast and burn it. Yeah, I think I'll start burning stuff on purpose. Yeah. Well, the next time she gets called out, just tell them, hey. She can burn whatever she wants. I did that. No, actually, that's not what I said. I said, you guys know she doesn't know how to cook. Like, why is this an oh. issue every day? And you see, and for, for those, having her back. Exactly. And for those who that don't believe me, back. it is. I, it's, it's just, I don't mean to. I'm not right. doing it on purpose. Yes. But this exactly. is proof to everyone that I have been telling for years, I can't cook. I'm burning toast as I'm standing there on top of the toaster. It's happening in front of me, and I miss it. And then they yell at her, and they're like, why do you let her cook then? This actually (laughs) comes from a bigger issue I have when people, like, for example, people are not allowed, permitted, to cook certain things well, because of you, floor, because, because of you, of my broccoli isn't right. in. Uh, but that, but I haven't ten done years that ago. That's why she's so that feisty like about you burning ago. the place. No, but like, my thing is, like, somebody burned the popcorn. I'm like, why? Like, they're like, well, it just lingers all day long. Okay, <laughs> okay, that ruined your whole day. The burned popcorn. <laughs> Like, what's going on? I don't know. Maybe they have they super so sensitive senses of no, smell, I and do. it affects their. It affects. Something. Like survive, I guess. You never hear us coming in and just saying, like, I, I don't know, I guess. Because in the morning, like, sometimes Ashley down the hall will make fish or broccoli or whatever. And, yeah, it stinks, but okay. The problem with these people. <laughs> is, and are you talking about us or are you talking about them? N- them. Okay. It's never us, Jen. No. <laughs> they don't know what it's like to work in close quarters like we do. Correct. You know, we're all That's about. True. Four or five feet apart from each other. But, mm-hmm. you know, they all have their own separate offices. Yeah. We don't even have an office. Or a cubicle. Right. This is true. That is Not a good point. Nope. 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 Well, we are within chapstick throwing distance of That's each right. other. That's right. Well, isn't that why we have two kitchens that are literally 15 feet apart, but one of them is, is here for like us and yeah. the other Separated on-air by an electronic personalities, door. right? And then that kitchen is closer to the lobby. Didn't they give us this area in case we burn something? It won't stink up the lobby. Oh, I don't think Because that was why. the problem with your well, food. I thought it was because they didn't want you to have to run downstairs to use a microwave because there's no way that you can go downstairs, cook your food in three minutes and come back and up get here back and here. be done in a song. Yeah, so that's why they have the microwave. I don't know, here. but it was really funny in the old building when they somebody got really mad because of the burnt, smelly stuff in that microwave that wasn't far off the lobby, and they just removed the microwave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't even me. They just took it out. They just said, you're not cooking here that's anymore. It. You're done. Yep. Well, and in, in our defense, also, we don't have time to run over to grab something to eat. You know, yeah. like, we don't have yeah. a lunch break. We're doing the best we can with what uh, we have. Shandy is weighing in here on this conversation. <laughs> Dear God, somebody please buy a countertop toaster oven for her. Uh, it, it comes with cute little tongs 
and it's got a cute little tray, and you can see your food, and nothing falls down to an area you can't retrieve. How about that? So that uh, crumbs don't get incinerated later along the way. Yeah. She says. Look at all the hell you're raising, girl. And on accident, I'm just, on a, you know, I didn't mean it. I love it. It's total. It's not me. But I did. Once. I it's did. Not. I saw that smoke. I saw that smoke coming up out of there. And I'm like, here we go. <laughs> Somebody's going to say something. Yelling down the hall. Again, yep, here it comes. So last night, I put <laughs> a couple of uh, chicken cutlets in the oven. Okay. I set the temperature to 400 degrees. While I'm sautéing vegetables on the stovetop. Okay. Our smoke detectors go off at the slightest thing. Nothing's Same. even smoking. Yeah. And those things go off. And heaven forbid, <laughs> I have to broil something, like, to finish the chicken because it was Parmesan-crusted chicken. So, I like, I put the cheese on top and then I had to put it in the broiler for just two minutes. Uh-huh. Ah, you're out there looking like my grandma waving the kitchen towel in the yeah. thing. And uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. yeah. you know, and sometimes uh-huh. it'll happen. Like if you have, if the inside of your oven has, you know, burnt stuff in it that can sometimes sear pretty quickly. So you want to make sure it's clean, but it, it doesn't seem to make any difference. We just have really sensitive smoke detectors. And every time I start to cook something, I'm like opening up doors and, and windows, windows and it's like 20 something degrees outside. Oh, but. yeah. Time, that happened all the time in my I gotta old house. I got to do it. One time yeah. Chris was trying to get the counters clean because we were having guests over, and he took a package of cuties. You know how they come in like that netted bag? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. he put it in the oven to hide it. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. You know, no big deal. <laughs> flash for, flash forward going. a week. Oh, yeah. Hey, preset that oven to 400. Yeah. Beep, beep, beep. And yeah. What's and burning? <laughs> uh-huh. The netting, the clementines. All of it. What Jeff is talking all the plastic. about, though, happens all the time because now pizza is suggested to be cooked right on the rack. Right. And so instead of having, like, a pan there, sometimes, like, if you don't put a pan underneath, the cheese will fall down. If there's a lot of yeah. toppings, yeah. loose toppings and stuff, yeah. it will fall and off. So oh, yeah. It happens yeah. all the time where you crank that puppy up and all of a sudden, what's that smell? Yeah, you got to put a pan on the shelf no. underneath. Kristen is so sweet and so patient with me. And she said, honey, we, we need to just not cook anything 400 or above. There you, you know, go. Let's just, even if the recipe calls for it, let's just keep it 375 or less. And, mm-hmm. you know, we'll open the doors and windows and stuff. If we got to cook it longer, we'll adjust. There you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, if you suggest this the next time you're out, out to dinner with friends, just know that one or two of them may secretly hate you for this <laughs> because a new poll has found that a third of us don't think splitting a restaurant bill evenly is a good idea unless everyone's order costs the same. I'm even or okay with ballpark. it if it's in the ballpark. Yeah, you know, yeah. within a few bucks. But if you've got one person ordering a $70 steak and a $120 bottle, dollar bottle of wine and you have a salad, that's where it yeah. gets a little. Well, if I'm ordering the <laughs> surf and turf and getting a bottle of wine and you're uh-huh. ordering a salad, I want you to go home. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be eating with me to begin no. with. <laughs> you're either with me. Well, you know, I thought, you know, this is so this happens to us all the time where Jen is on a very regimented meal plan and the three of us prefer to indulge 
And so if we go out, we're indulging in maybe cocktails and lots yeah. of food. And Jen I don't drink. very direct to her whatever it is she's eating. My favorite is after the first cocktail, we're thinking, all right, you know, we should probably order first. But then Fritch and I make contact and we do the whole look where it's like, oh, you want to do another one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, we'll do another round. Let's have another drink. <laughs> and then, <laughs> the, and then Jen's here. eye rolling is like, oh, dear God, we're going to be here all night. <laughs> <laughs> well, because she's probably ravished. Because she's not really eating the bread and stuff. And you know us, we're like having apps and drinks. (laughs) And I'm just waiting for my salad. No, I get it. I I mean, if if you got one person who's just getting like a simple plate of something and then someone else is ordering a bottle of wine and having multiple cocktails Mm. and obviously spending a lot of money, then it does not feel equitable. No. Two thirds said, though, if uh, what this all comes to sharing, it's it's part of a bigger survey on sharing in general. And here's one more thing to know about that friend might also get annoyed if you ask to try their food. Two thirds. This is two thirds people. The majority of people said if someone asked to try their food, they would actually consider never eating with them again. Half? <laughs> two thirds. Oh, two thirds. Wow. Two thirds. They're so okay. So if they're being asked to share their food, oh, can I have some of that? No. no. <laughs> I like. The, I got this because I this is my favorite dish. I don't yeah. want to share it. Get your own. Yeah. <laughs> some people just do that. Not. Can I have a bite? Right. Uh, yeah. Forty six percent also said it's a red flag on a first date. Yeah, we've. I think we've had a. At least one second date update oh, where that least. was a deal where that was a deal breaker. Yeah. Most people admitted they usually say yes to that request anyway because saying no feels rude. True. So they say yes even though they don't want to share. But if they do say yes, those non sharers would like you to at least follow these two two rules. Please use your own fork and put it on a separate plate. Don't eat directly off their plate. Okay. Seems fair. Uh, Another survey just last week asked about ordering different entrees with the intent to share everything. I feel pressure sometimes, though. Like, I'm not somebody that really wants to share mine very often. But if somebody else says to me, hey, would you like to try a bite of mine? Mm -hmm. I don't. But then I feel like I should offer a bite of mine. Because they're because that's obviously what they're fishing for, and that's why (laughs) they're offering up a bite of theirs to begin with because they want a bite of yours. Hey, you want to try mine? Yeah, I'll eat off of anybody's plate, (laughs) and they're welcome to come on over to mine. I do not care. You don't mind. What is your absolute favorite thing to eat at a restaurant? I don't know. We could be here all day. <laughs> you got a list. <laughs> Even if it's your last bite, you'll give it. I'll eat everybody's last bite. <laughs> don't leave anything on that plate. Mm. <laughs> yeah, piping hot pizza when it first comes out. Mm. You know, bring it out to you. <laughs> but how often does anyone actually have pizza in a pizza place? It's God, like you it's usually been a pick it up time. or you have it delivered. There is something if I go about, to Chicago. There's something about going to the pizzeria, though, and sitting in there and. Drink, I like that. Drinking your Coke in the big red plastic cup. It's the no only doubt. time I ever get like a pitcher of beer. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember as a kid being so excited when I went to my first Pizza Hut because I'd seen the commercials forever. And then when we finally got to go to one and, you know, they had these really unique looking designed buildings back in the day. Mm-hmm. 
Whereas now the Pizza Huts, a lot of them are just like carry out or, or, a, or delivery or only. Yeah. yeah. My favorite is sit there. when you're driving around and you're like, oh, there's a pawn store. Right. That's an old Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can tell the red roof. Yeah. Well, wasn't that Christine's diner on the on the west side yes. that was like... Oh, that yeah, on Harrison? Be, was that a Pizza Hut it, or a it, KFC? I, I thought it was a Pizza Hut. You might be the right. The roof is all red. like Something like that, yeah. It used to be. Yeah, she painted it, though, I think. Yeah. But, I don't know. Maybe it was a KFC. I, I, it looks like a Pizza Hut. Yeah, it was repurposed from something else. But she, I'll tell you what, she, she does well. Hmm. She took that ball and ran with it. Big West Side favorite. 842. Let's check the roads once again. We got Denise standing by with your final look at traffic of the morning, unless something breaks between now and this afternoon. Denise, what do we have? Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.